Hey everyone, it's David Warrench. Welcome again to the Authentic Dad Podcast. Today I'm joined by Matt Wilbur. Matt is a great guy. He founded the Fitness Revolution, and this is a online coaching program and fitness program for fathers. And we have this wonderful conversation regarding his story, how he landed there, and it's a really practical sort of down-to-earth program that meets you where you are. I learned a lot. I really appreciated his time. Reach me at furthercoach.com if you are T-H-U-R dot coach. We really appreciate the uh, reviews we're getting, the likes, the subscribes. Keep it up. Um, if you have uh, feedback, if you know of someone who might want to be a guest or you want to be a guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. We also offer coaching. We do a free 30-minute phone conversation. Um, you can contact me via the contact page. Hope everybody's doing well, and we'll see you on the other side. Okay, I am here with Matthew Wilbur. He is the founder and head coach of the Fitness Rebellion, and I have a nice little bio here that he tells me that growing up, he was a skinny kid, a goofy kid. He got beat up, and he got bullied, and this was kind of what sparked his interest in lifting weights, and he became obsessed with it, with strength training and bodybuilding pouring over information for hours on end and methodically tracking his progress. And eventually he started competing in 2012. Shortly after that, he began dating his wife, Megan. He's competed in over nine shows, earned several placings, making uh, him a national qualified athlete. Nice. And now he coaches others in his passion. That's what his passion is. He's honestly more rewarding. He says uh, to help someone else achieve success with their health and fitness than his own personal um, fitness wins. Hey, thank you for joining me, Matthew. Thank you for that uh, that wonderful intro, David. I <laughs> I really appreciate that. And I in no way meant to make light of your bullying. We'll we'll talk about that. Um, but the name of your company is called the Fitness Rebellion, right? Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. And I really I didn't write it down, but tell me, I love the tagline of the business. What what was the tagline? Something about because it, it's dad related. Yeah, so it, it's it's really all about unlocking more energy, confidence, and happiness. Um, we believe health and fitness is at the core of a happy and fulfilling life. And obviously, I've kind of shifted since my competition days. Uh, last time I competed was 2018. And we are very much more like lifestyle-based than uh, crazy competition stuff. Yeah, no, I want to read the tagline, though. What It's on your site, the Fitness Rebellion. Here, I can pull it up. Because um, I thought it was... Thought it was nice. Um, what you say is sorry, I'm pulling it up as we speak. It says we help driven, committed dads permanently transform with zero BS or wasted time. And what I like about that is because you say driven and committed, because I think sometimes um, we have this idea that we want to get in shape, but that's really a, a process where you really have to work very hard. You have to be driven. You have to be committed. And I'm not even talking about being a bodybuilder, even just to lose like 15 pounds. So I'm glad you sort of put that in. This is driven and committed dads. Yeah. It's, it's been a little bit of an evolution where we kind of realized too, that, uh, you know, for, for a while we just had everybody reaching out like, Hey, I want to get my fitness in check in, you know, spending a lot of time, you know, trying to help people. And what we realized, no surprises. Uh, a lot of people like the idea of it, but they mm. don't always like the idea of the work, which I'm very yeah. forward about. <laughs> right. Like the end result sounds awesome. And you have these beautiful pictures and, 
and definitely to, to see your, your own personal transformation. And I find myself doing the same thing. Like I, I sometimes I want the result and then maybe I whitewash over what needs, what I need to do to get there. Yeah. And, and I think to that point, right, David, there, there's also the reality that what we need to do isn't as crazy as most people think it, it does require work and it does require drive and it does require commitment. But I think there's so much BS out right there, out there. And that's why we say like, you know, the zero BS approach, um, where people expect to be working out seven days a week, hours a day, like eating the chicken and broccoli, cutting out all their favorite foods and just things that you would do for a bodybuilding show. Right. right. And, um, obviously that's not realistic and, it's really starting with what's what's realistic for you, and that's a conversation I have pretty frequently. It's like, where's David at? What what makes right. sense for you? Like, what what can we integrate into your current schedule? You know, realistically, how much can you commit to this? Are you are you really gonna eat no carbs or, or whatever the case may be? Oh, don't even get me started on the no carb <laughs> keto stuff. Oh, I hate yeah, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> My wife hates that stuff because she is a type one diabetic, and she's like let me tell you about ketoacidosis and you know, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole rabbit hole. So you're not a fan of that. No, no, I am not. Um, it's kind of like that popular bandwagon and it just, for most people, it just a lot of people, right. Think about all the foods we like pizza, cookies, burgers, like a lot of the stuff that we like, or most people like, right. Involve carbs. And if you say, Hey, I'm never going to eat that stuff ever. Mm -hmm. Chances are when you're, kid has their birthday party and they have the roll out the cake, you're not going to be like, Oh, you know what? I'm not going to have any ice cream or I'm not going to. And yeah. what we really need to do is like, okay, like what's the portion that we should be having? And like, what's a reasonable way to go about those things rather than saying, yeah, we're not going to eat that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I, at least for me, I can only, you know, it has a way of, of kind of coming back stronger. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to eat carbs today. And it's like, I just get, you know, then you so I was like, well, that's um, that craving comes back stronger when when I haven't had it for a while. Now, of course, there are people who are exceptionally disciplined and, and won't and don't. But for the rest of us, not realistic. Yeah. And, and I do think there still needs to be some discipline. Right. And I think mm -hmm. discipline gets a bad rap right these days where like, oh, like you're so disciplined and whatnot. And I, I think I think discipline is a good thing and we can learn a lot from it but within the right context, like we need to be disciplined to follow approach that makes sense for us. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Discipline within your own, I, not to get too philosophical, but one of my favorite philosophers, Sartre, he's an existentialist and he talks about facticity. And I think what that means is like, you know, I'm five, four, I'm probably not going to play in the NBA, but I can learn how to play basketball better. You know, Absolutely. I may be able to improve my skills, and maybe that's sort of what you're talking about, like within our own kind of abilities and our own subjective facticity is what I would say. Yeah. into that point, right? Like, so it, it's like a spectrum where you think about like where somebody's at in their fitness and like somebody like you, you just might want to lose a couple pounds, like get in better shape. It's like, all right, well, you know, more than a couple buddy, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, you know, it's not like, Hey, you got to go work out five days a week, seven days a week. You got to get, you know, eat nothing but salads. It's like, okay, well, what are you doing right now? And what are like those small shifts that we can yeah. do to be better today, right now, like simple tactical things that we can do. And what's the foundation of our habits that we can kind of build those on. So it's, 
a lifestyle, right? And not some BS quick fix crap. I love it. Grounded, practical, not BS quick fix. But before we get there, bring us back because I don't want to overlook this thing about you being the skinny, goofy kid who's like beat up and bullied. I, that makes me a little sad. But tell me like where you grew up and why you put that in this bio. Yeah. So um, I grew up in uh, a town called Fitchburg, Massachusetts, um, and it's a rundown mill town. Basically, it was really booming um, in the uh, 1900s with the the mills, the paper mills, all that good stuff. Mm. And obviously, that's all uh, all long gone. So uh, it's a low income town, and you know we would we would walk home typically from middle school, and that's when, like, my nickname growing up in middle school was Moles. Uh, Austin Powers was pretty popular. <laughs> and uh, I remember one day in particular, David, where I was walking home with my brother and one of his friends. And so my brother is in eighth grade. I was in the fifth grade. And there's this group of seventh graders kind of trailing behind us and, you know, yelling names and, you know, calling me moles. And, you know, um, I'm not one to like, just let things go. And I was just like, I could feel the anger boiling. And then they threw a soccer ball. I remember it like chucked at the back of my head, bounced off my head. And uh, that's when like it just snapped. And uh, I uh, got in a little scuffle. I exchanged a, a couple blows with this kid that had thrown the soccer ball. He was much, much bigger than me, put me in a headlock. Um, and I was like, there's literally nothing I could do. Even though my, my brother and his friend were there, like there was heat. This kid had a bunch of other friends and we didn't yeah. want it to be a big thing. Um, and it, it was at that moment where that kind of started to set the foundation, uh, like, all right, <laughs> um, I don't want to put up with other people's crap. And right. I think that follows through in a lot of things I do in my life and why I'm an entrepreneur as well. <laughs> right. Well, I don't remember, I've seen Awesome Powers. I don't remember the character Moles. What was that about? Like, what was the name? <sighs> so it was, uh, I forget the exact character, but yet they had a this big old mole right on his face and Austin uh -huh. Powers was like, mole, 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 mole. Like I'm going to chop it up and make some guacamole. Um, <laughs> I, don't I, see any, I don't see any moles on your face. Did you have moles? You, you can't see them, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a bunch okay. of them. All right, I have a couple. Yeah. Well, that's not the point. But yep. you, it sounds like you felt really sort of powerless. Yeah, no, that's very accurate way to to put it. And um, I think for whatever reason, onward going into high school, and whatnot, I really struggle with confidence, man. Mm -hmm. um, I played guitar. I was played in, you know, like music and in bands and stuff like that. I was not the athlete by any means. Like a lot of people, I think they see me now and they're like, Oh, you must've like played football and they right. try and talk to me about like right. the game and whatnot. And like, that's cool. Like it's never been me. Like I don't, I'm not really into sports or anything, which is probably flies in the face of like that's a lot so of people. Interesting. But yeah. They, Cause I, you know, people who can see you, they, I encourage everyone to look online, but I can see you and you're just very fit and you know, jacked how else am i gonna say it you're a bodybuilder <laughs> and i'm sure when people see that like oh, you must have gotten all the women you must have kicked everybody's ass and, and yeah saying, not so much if i was moles <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah that's a good way to put it <laughs> so all right so you felt i guess a little powerless and were like i don't want to be that guy Yep. So, and do you think that was the, 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 the event that, or at least that's the event that you point to, it says like, I don't, that feeling of being in a headlock. And I, I think that's the one, like the moment that stands out, it, it was mm -hmm. kind of like a slow burn where I didn't start 
working out then that day. I didn't even start exercising until my, uh, my freshman year of, uh, high school. And that was like, I went like once, uh, cause my brother was lifting weights and I didn't really like, I thought it was, it was cool cause he was doing it and I did it once. And then it really didn't start until my, uh, my last year of high school. That's when I started to get into it. And let me say, I'm glad you made a positive thing out of it, but that kids are dicks and that's, uh, and that's, <laughs> yeah. I, it's a horrible, and I'm sorry that happened because, you know, that can really, uh, that, could, you know, a lot of people, you know, 20, 30 years later, it really impacts them, but I'm really glad that you made it into a career and, you know, or at least used it, um, and transform yourself. So you, senior year of high school, you said is when you got serious about it. Yeah. So that's, that's when I got serious about it. And when I say serious, like I was working out like two times a week, uh, mm-hmm. then, and then, um, when I was, I remember looking for colleges, like I was, it's like, I need to pick a place that has a good gym because I knew at this point, like yeah. this was something that made me feel good. And that I think most importantly, David, it was like directly tangible. Like it was like input output. Like mm-hmm. I did X, I got Y and right. And that was that was addicting to me. That was you're, super. You're addicting. seeing the result before your eyes. Yeah, that's really cool. I, that, you know, and um, were you so this what year and what year did you graduate high school? So, oh man, not like, not because two, I care about how old you are. So I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to do a timeline. So you graduate 2009. Yeah, and three years later, you're already competing. Yeah, that's cool. So what, after high school did, what was, what was, what was next? Uh, so I went to, uh, went, went to college and, uh, I was the, I was the kid that, uh, everybody was like up drinking, like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And that's just never been me. Um, I mean, I can count the number of times I've been hammered on, on, uh, one hand. Uh-huh. Um, and so I would get up, uh, which I thought was early then not nothing to compared to what I get up now, but like 7am I go wow. get breakfast go well work out and then I'd be to class for for 10 typically and it was just something that um I felt a sense of pride like I was doing something where everybody else was like like rolling into class like dragging into class and I was doing something that I'd thank myself for for years to come yeah that's awesome I have this quote I actually just posted on my Instagram that said something about like let if if, if you think in terms of decades and not days you know your life would be totally I don't remember something like that, which is true, right? If we think about 10 years from now, what's this habit going to do for me versus two days, three days, meaning um, stop looking so short term. You know? Absolutely. And you, you, it sounds like you had the long game there. I have this weird anecdote that I remember from when I was in college, I was at a party and everybody was like outside. It was actually in California. I went to California for school just for a semester for an exchange program. And this guy, I just overheard a conversation and some one guy asked another guy, hey, you want a beer? And the other guy goes, no, I don't want a beer because I work way, way too hard on myself to just what he was saying. Well, he was he was a weightlifter and he was in really great shape and he felt like the beer or a series of beers would it's not worth it to him because he worked so hard and it would just I don't I don't think he was talking about drinking i think he was talking about like the, the, what the drinking would do to his physique and i thought that was really i don't know why it always stuck with me that was really interesting and it sounds like you were that sort of version like that's not for me i work my ass off at whatever time in the gym and i can't imagine the beers being helpful 
I can't imagine the six pack being helpful for this to the six pack. And not even that so much, David, but right when we were talking about the headlock feeling powerless and, and in control, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to be in control as much uh-huh. as possible. And you know, the times that I had been hammered and I, got, I definitely got hammered a couple of times in, in college. Mm-hmm. I did not like feeling like mm-hmm. I was not in control of myself and that yeah. is not a feeling I like. No. So yeah, and I totally get it. So you didn't like it for that. I think this guy yeah. was like, I just don't want the carbs. It's like a waste of, it's a waste <laughs> of calories. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think that as well too, but like, I always viewed it from the, like, I want to be present and yeah. I want to be like enjoying the situation and I don't need necessarily that to like, to do. and that's, that's just me. And that, and I, I, we have plenty of clients that, that drink. That's one of the things they hate. Like, I want to still be able to drink. Cool. We're going to show you how to do it. That's just not me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it's, that's good. That's a good uh, habit to not uh, take up, especially if you're a bodybuilder. Um, so was there, so you were in college, Was the, since you weren't in the party scene, did you have, where there's like a group of friends that were into the fitness and the bodybuilding? Did you have your own tribe or? Uh, no, not really. So my, my first year I had a couple of uh, friends. I went to uh, say at a different school and then I came back, I transferred back to a, a school that was near my home. And, um, it sounds, I sound like a loser, but I, I really didn't have any <laughs> friends at, at uh, school. I was pretty much, I was there to do classes. And then I worked like three part-time jobs, mm-hmm. um, to be able to, uh, pay for, for school. No, you don't sound like a loser. You sound like a hardworking person. Um, <laughs> So, okay. So, all right. So then what? So you're, you're three part-time jobs. You're working your butt off. You're going to college. You're, you're lifting. Um, you sound, sounds like you're starting to get really into the bodybuilding at that point. Um, yep. So that's, uh, I'm curious about that because it's really not like once you get kind of into the bodybuilding, I would imagine it's not just like going and lifting. You have to think about, you know, supplements and which muscles to work on and how it's, it's like a whole art form. It feels like it, it, it definitely is to some degree. It's really, it's a lot simpler than, uh, I think a lot of the stuff makes it out to be. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's when I started competing 2012. I think that's my ju- Yeah. My junior year of, um, college. That's when I did my first competition and then did another one in 2013. And, um, I, I, I liked it. I liked, I liked, I liked the, well, I should, I should back step. I liked the feeling of everything I was doing was leading to a moment in time and that I could like imagine all the actions leading up to that. The first time uh, I competed, I didn't think I was ever going to do it again. Um, I had, I had hired a coach and he was a great guy by all means, mm-hmm. but it was like ch- the chicken and broccoli thing. And like, rice or tilapia and rice and like i thought that's what you had to do and i'm like mm-hmm. oh man like i'm i you know paid for this coach i said i was gonna do this so i'm gonna do it but i don't think i'm ever gonna do this again and uh <laughs> is, is that the classic <laughs> regime chicken and broccoli and tilapia and rice that's that's pretty common like uh we'll, we'll call it like bro well bro approach right right <laughs> salmon um, and some raw eggs i don't know a couple of almonds like right. I, I couldn't even do i couldn't even have like salt and pepper on my like I, he was again good guy but what, what what does salt and pepper do to you he, i at the time he had some explanation 
Mm. At this point in time, I can say it was just a bunch of garbage. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. that was his way of doing things. And that's how he had kind of already de- always done it. Just listen, you, you got to take three cloves of garlic and you need to tie it around your nuts. You got to leave it there for four days. Now, don't remove it. That's Tell, I'm telling you, buddy. Don't <laughs> remove the garlic. I was eager to learn. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do what you say. But uh, yeah, after that, um, I did a little bit of a little bit of soul search and I'm like, man, there's gotta be, mm-hmm. there's gotta be a better way. And so I continued to work with more coaches in the, uh, the next, the next competition I did, it was a much more balanced approach where we did like every single week we would have a free meal. I'd eat whatever I want. All my meals throughout the week were like delicious, enjoyable. It wasn't the same thing yeah. every single meal or day. And I was like, okay, all right. Like I can, I can, I can wrap my, it was still intense, right? Cause if for a competition, you have to, you have, a, have to have a certain level of intensity, but it felt, it was like easy compared to what I had done in the past. And that's when I started to understand like more of the flexibility and what we teach our clients is like a more realistic approach, something that is, you know, it's still going to be work, but it's actually enjoyable. That would be nice. <laughs> what up? What, um, so what, how did you meet? So how you have a child, how old your kid? So she's 16 months. Uh, my daughter, wow. Layla, um, she's, she's a little nut. I love her. Yeah. 16 <laughs> months. And, and where did you meet your wife? So we actually met in high school, but it was kind of like, uh, you know, she knew who I was. I knew who she was like, thought she was cute. She thought I was, uh, cute um despite you know being mole for a long time and she was like wow look what happened happened to moles (laughs) um so we uh we connected uh in in college and um we'll be married um five years this year and been together 10 years so congratulations well 10 years okay so you were pretty young when you i started dating so what i mean is she what did she think about the whole bodybuilding thing? I, I assume very supportive and what? So I got very, very lucky because we had just started dating at the time when I was like, Hey, I, you know, you know, I'm like into fitness. I was thinking about doing this, you know, competition thing. And she was like, yeah, you should, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a lot of, a lot of, uh, I don't think a lot of women uh, are super supportive of some of that stuff. Where do you think it's because of the um, like the because it's so stringent or uh, yeah I think that's I think that's definitely part of it and especially the first time I the first way I went about it was very strict um, and it's just like different right it's like we're trying to get as lean as possible and be as muscular as possible and then stand up on the stage in, in a speedo it's it's a little bit weird right <laughs> when you think about it <laughs> well, yeah but it, I mean I before talking to you i mean we talked before but then i was like oh let me like find out a little bit more about them and and of course there are pictures of you at the competition like wow it's incredible it's it's weird but it's also incredible like how tall are you for example so i'm I'm six foot oh okay and and how much do you weigh so right now i'm i'm right around 215 this is getting getting creepy yeah what's your favorite color (laughs) you like cereal um, okay, I'm just curious. So, so six, six, one, two, six feet, two fifteen. Yep. Um, and so, okay, so she's supportive. You know, you had a kid. I think we're skipping around a little bit. So, yep. and you know, you had coaches. Some good, some great, some not so good. You know, 
and and you've been in this for for probably years and what was i mean when did your own the fitness rebellion when did that get born because that's really cool yeah so we founded it in in 2017 and like a little bit of a precursor to that um i uh when i graduated college um i was interning at a a local bank fantastic place got a job out of college in financial marketing i was there for like three years and great bank great people but what i found david is like mm -hmm. every single day after a, a couple of years i just felt like this emptiness like i was meant to do something and i'd helped friends with fitness in the past i'd always loved it but i just felt like what am i doing like why why am i here what is my purpose and that was kind of the point where I'm like, all right, like I gotta, I gotta at least follow what I love and what I enjoy. And so I, I took a pretty big pay cut to be an assistant manager at a gold gym. And, uh, let's just say that, um, it didn't work out. I had uh, some disagreements with, uh, the owners. Um, sure. and at the time we had also owned a food truck. So we had, uh, ran a food truck for a season before. And then I was like, all right, I'll just go run the food truck. So it was, uh, Oh, nice. What kind of food? So we did uh, smoothies and frozen dip bananas. Oh, that's cool. So you you like bought a truck and rented 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 it and Oh yeah, man. It was like an every every weekend thing for a year and like a couple nights a week. And again, my wife, like I get these nutty ideas in my head and I'm just like, I'm gonna do that. And she's like, I'll support you. <laughs> well, you I mean you're you're clearly have that entrepreneurial spirit and that's that's really cool um, yeah I'm, I'm, i mean yeah no look no, no offense to bank people people work at a bank it wasn't your passion yeah and thankfully at a young age you said you knew that and you stopped doing it and that's not i don't know how common that is not a lot of people say well, i'm just gonna do it paycheck got a wife maybe a kid or a kid on the way and and you know so I, I, it sounds like it worked out and tell me more about rebellion, the, the fitness rebellion. Yeah. So, um, long story short, so that brought us to founding the, the fitness rebellion. And I, yeah. uh, some of the co-founder, I founded it with, uh, one of my, my best friends, uh, Matt Nabarra, um, where we had just, my wife and I had just gotten married and we had ran the truck for our second season and we're like, ah, you know what? Mm-hmm. We don't, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't hard, what we want to do. Hard work. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. All, all nights, weekends, like all that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, so I had hit another point where I was like, what the heck am I doing with my life? What am I going to do? I, I felt completely lost, David. And um, it was at that time that I had a, a chat with um, my best friend, Matt, and he, uh, he's an entrepreneur, owns a masonry company, and I had helped him with his fitness. And he's like, hey, you know, you really helped me a lot, like after my car accident. And uh, I think you should start your own online fitness coaching company. And I was like, that sounds exactly like what I should do, but I don't know where to start, um, yeah. you know? And, and so we decided to do, it, to do it together. And it was really founded on the premise of like, we actually really give a damn about people. It was never like, hey, let's like go make a million dollars. It's like, hey, let's Let's help people. Let's change lives. And I always say, like, if, if somebody is like looking us up and they just want to get six pack abs, like, we're not for you. Yeah, I, we have the capabilities to do that, but there's got to be something deeper going on. Like, what's, why is this actually important to you in your life? Because yeah. if it's just some surface level BS, like, we're not your company. There's plenty of things that you can go and buy. 
um, that they'll, you know, they'll send you a plan and you get your six pack abs. Like we want to change your life. And that's been the foundation. I love that approach because as we were speaking earlier, it's hard to say that it could ever just be about six pack abs because when people are, or men or dads are not in shape, they may have lower energy, right? We may have self-esteem. We may not feel attractive and there may be body shame and six packs abs are nice, but all of these things are in there. It's way more than that. People's bodies are, you know, we're living in this skin here. And I like that you address those things and tell me how, like, besides the six packs abs, how do you address, let's say, low energy, self-esteem or, or, you know, a guy, it's probably hard and vulnerable for a guy to admit, like, I don't feel, you know, attractive. I'm worried my partner um, doesn't, doesn't like the way I look. And so do you have protocols for addressing that? Yeah. And, and it really starts with the, the first conversation that I have with someone. So um, we operate under a model where like nobody comes into our, uh, our program without a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we did that because I don't know if I can actually help someone until I talk to them, like genuinely, right. like, and, and we found out we found that out the hard way. And so it starts with the truth, David, where like when I have, you know, we call it a no bullshit strategy call. I, I don't know if I can swear on this, but <laughs> please do. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you're doing a, a no bullshit call. See if the person's a good fit. It makes sense. So it's at that call where we start with the truth and we say like, I, I'm, I'm pretty adamant. Like not everybody has like huge, like crazy, like pain going on so to speak but like i want to get to like what is the root like you know plenty of guys um you know their sex life isn't where they want it to be they don't feel attractive they get home at the end of the day and you know they want to go play with their kids their kids are asking them to go play and they're like making excuses to get out of it um or they're getting winded up a flight of stairs or they don't want to go to the beach because they don't want to be the guy wearing a shirt or whatever the reason may be or for me it's i can't stop eating croutons they're so, they're so delicious. They are delicious. You dip them, you put them in salads, you just snack on them. That's, you know, that's, that's been my pandemic thing. Yeah, we, 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 can, we can show you how to fit those croutons in, David, and still get the body that you want. I promise you. You, you, you could just have five of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it really starts with the truth. And we use fitness and nutrition as like a vehicle to grab a hold of control in, in life. And I think a lot of people just, they get, you know, it, it gets busy, like kids, work, stress, all the stuff going on. And we get in this very uncontrollable state and we're just kind of, you know, going day by day. And um, we use that to grab a hold and start building structure into our lives. Yeah, I know. And I think cause we, maybe we numb out on, you know, television or food or, alcohol or whatever and it impacts our yeah. fitness so that's cool you 30 minutes what's going on what are your goals seeing if, if they're a good fit and let's say the person says you, so let's say it's a good fit and like what is what does the program look like is it like prior to covid were you doing it in person or was it virtual yeah so when we founded the company we were smart enough to to found it on an online coaching model. I still, you know, would train a couple yeah. people in, in person from time to time, but mm-hmm. we always found it under like, we can have more impact if we figure out how to coach people like really successfully in online. And that's how I had always been coached as well. 
yeah. from a competitor standpoint. So I knew it worked, but I needed to know we needed to build it in a way that worked for the everyday dad, right? Yeah. So if the everyday dad is he signs up, like does he have to have certain equipment or how do you how do you start with them? Yeah, so it's completely dependent on where somebody's at. So we have plenty of dads come in where they want to work out at home and they don't have any equipment and mm -hmm. You know, we'll say, hey, we can start with body weight or we'll recommend some you know, some equipment they can get. Some of our guys go really, really crazy and they, you know, they get, you know, $10,000 worth of equipment. Um, that's not what everybody has to do, but that's what some people do. And it's not all at once. A lot of those guys, it's been like, they've been with us for a little while and they've really seen results and they love it. And now they just like working out at home. Some people like going to the gym. So we really build it around where the individual is at. And that ties into when we are talking about like lifestyle, like what's realistic for you? What's, what can we do to stack the deck in your favor of success? And, and how often are you um, like, is it how often are you meeting with them? How long are the sessions? What's the commitment? Yeah. So we have a, a little bit of an interesting approach and to get into that a little bit, like, mm -hmm. so someone, you know, that are, they're a good fit. They want to do it. We both agree. They come in. Um, the first week um, is what we call a fast track. And that's kind of like the foundations of, of habit building and education. So it's like it's 30 minutes every single day of like bite-sized little lessons to start building like the right habits and foundation, because that's, that's what we talked about, right? That's the core of things. Um, and so while they're doing that, um, my team and I are pulling together their, their plan and their structure and all the things that they're going to be doing. And, um, it depends. We've got a couple of different like coaching programs, but like at the highest level, we're in contact with clients every single day, Monday through Saturday, Sunday, like my team and I, the coaches, we take it off, but, um, we're pretty crazy about communication because a lot of people, what they really need is yeah. real, real accountability. People to call yeah. them on their shit when they're, yeah, when they need to man up because we all have the days where we're tired and we don't want to do something and you know sometimes we just got to hear somebody else say hey man like dude just go Definitely. do it and and so these 30 minute little bites are, are they like watching videos or are you doing it live or how does yep so the the fast track is uh is little bites it's a little bite-sized videos that we've uh just after doing it for four years, we know what people need to know, like the most important things that to like make sure you're going to be successful, like just yeah. off the jump so that you can get momentum and then see those results that we talked about. Because if you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. things changing, then you're going to get excited. Yeah. Can we hear about some of those most important things where we yeah. can see results and get excited? Like what's, what are those? So uh, some of it is like very basic stuff. Like mm -hmm. one of the first things that we have people do um, is like build out their schedule, right? Everybody struggles with time. Like, when am I yeah. going to work out? How am I going to fit this in? So we have everybody go through like, okay, here's your schedule for the entire week. You know that there's going to be some uncontrollables. Where can we map in a little bit of time for your exercise? Um, so that again, it's like, okay, if it's in your schedule, you're honoring that commitment to yourself. Yeah. So that's like one of the first things that we do. And uh, that, that alone, like so many people like, it's really powerful. It's simple, but powerful. I know what you mean. It's like, Oh wait, I can just put it in my calendar. Yep. You put everything else in there. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. And it's, it's no different. I think we get to a point and, and this was me as well with certain other aspects of my life where it's just like, Oh, well, like I, I got to work. Like I got to do these things. I don't have, I don't have time to do this stuff. And it's like, actually, no, take a step back. Like you need to block. Like now I block an hour every single day for lunch. I never did that in the past. And I uh -huh. go and I have lunch with my, my wife and my daughter oh. every single day, non-negotiable. Does she work with you? 
she? So, yep, she does. She does work for me and, uh, and, and with me, and I'm very fortunate. Um, and that was my promise to her when, uh, when we got pregnant, when we, when she got pregnant with, uh, our- <laughs> it's a week. It's a week. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a week. She did all the hard work. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that was my promise to her. She wanted to be a stay at home mom and I wanted to be able to give that to her. So mm-hmm. the, uh, at, at that point too. So that was a little while ago when we were pregnant. Um, the business was like, it was doing okay, but it wasn't doing enough to support that. And mm-hmm. so at that time, I, uh, it was super embarrassing, but I, I took a job that I had in, in college delivering moonwalks and inflatables. Cause I'm like, man, I just need some extra cash coming in right now so I can uh, pay people and like figure this out. Oh, like and, the, uh, the stuff for um, the bouncy houses and stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then I, I did all my full-time work on the company, but that just gave me a little bit of extra like room and to invest into coaches and programs so that I could get the business where it needed to be. And long story short, yes, she works for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and all right. So I'm trying to remember, um, we were, you were talking about the, all right, the scheduling. Okay. What, what else we were going through sort of like the, the basic, most important things. Yep. So the scheduling is, is a huge one. And then it, from there, you know, we, we want to look at sleep, right? Make sure we're getting adequate sleep, things like that, because um, there is a threshold where we really don't want to fall under six. And I mean, right now I typically fall under that because my daughter wakes up. Yeah. But- well, not only for fitness. I mean, I just read an article that said like people, if, if you, if you, in your forties or fifties or maybe even younger, if you're not getting at least, I think it's six actually. Yeah, that's I try to get more. I try to get yeah, more. ideally seven, but like in your 70s, you know, of course, all these research studies with a grain of salt, but you're more likely to have like dementia later in life. And it sleep is one of those things I don't think they really know why it's so important, but it caused like lack of it is causing all kinds of crazy shit later in life. So uh, there's a lot of, a lot of important functions that are going on through those, those sleep cycles. So mm-hmm. that's like one of the next things It's like, okay, in tandem schedule right. and check sleep and check. Yeah. And then it's high, like hydration. Like a lot of people uh, don't, it's so, some of the stuff is so basic and so simple. And like, I think some of the people, when they come in, they're like, really Matt, like you're going to have me do my schedule and like freaking drink more water. Like, I'm yes, I am money for you to tell me to drink more water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's true. And if you look at the studies on like um, performance, just with like, like 1% dehydration, like it's, it's crazy. And most people are dehydrated. Wow. Um, just, just 1%, huh? Yeah. Just one, just 1%. Wow. It, it, we can yeah, mental clarity, all these things in like our day-to-day work. Like we're not even talking just like fitness and like fat loss, but like just like performing the best when it comes to your career and job, like the better hydrated you are, the clearer your thought. Like, yeah, and, and you, you don't have to take my word for it. You well, can go funny. and look all the you're, studies. You're the second bodybuilder I've had on. I had another bodybuilder, and she was talking about this. And I was like, aren't I going to pee all the time? And she's like, yeah, in the beginning, but then we'll get used to it. So I got this, like, huge – because of that podcast, my huge Yeti, like, 30-ounce water bottle, and I was just, like, chugging it. I can't keep it up as much as I'd like, but does it make a difference? You're damn right it does. Yeah. Less headaches feel better um how, how many ounces are you are you, are you pulling in a day Water. so it depends it's normally like around 100 is, ah, is kind of where i fall 100 that sounds like a lot 
Yes, but, yes. I, but I guess it's not really. Yeah. If it's if it's hotter and like I'm outside and stuff, it'll be more. But do you, do you have like a just like a big bottle of water that you just keep filling, or what's your protocol? Like, how do you? Yeah. So I mean, I like normally I'll fill like a. I, this is a one of the Yetis. I think this is like a 36. So um, you know, fill this a few times, and that'll that'll kind of hit hit where we need to be. All right. All right. So I'm so so I'm putting in the schedule. Um, I'm not gonna stay up all night. I'm gonna try to get six, seven, eight hours of sleep, like like they tell me. Hydration. Um, all right, now what do we got? So let's say so from there. from there, it's like all right, we got our fundamentals in place. Um, now we want to really start to look at like our nutrition habits and what what we're doing and the choices that we're making. And typically, like the first and simplest move for a lot of guys is eating adequate protein. Uh, a lot of people yeah. don't eat enough and they go in these fat loss phases and like portions are too small. They, they, you know, get crazy low on calories. And I always tell um, our clients when they come in, like, I want you eating as much food as possible while losing body fat. That should always be the goal. Like eat as much as possible and lose body fat at the same time. What, like what is the, give me some examples of food where we can like really fill up eat as much as possible and still lose body fat. I mean, cause sometimes like, yeah, just eat like three pounds of salmon. But it's not always, is there any like practical thing that we can just, like what, protein bars? What are we talking about here? Yeah, so I, I like I like people to eat as much real food as possible. And, and we, you know, we will have clients like recommend like protein powders and stuff. But that's my preference over protein bars. I think you can get a, a better quality uh, protein powder. But uh, like eggs, hard boiled eggs, good? Yeah, I, I like I like eggs. Um, free range, I, I recommend like free range eggs. Um, if you can right. get the uh, omega-3 eggs that are, um, you know, that that's ideal but uh yeah Excellent. absolutely yeah yeah we don't and also probably if you're I, i'm we're mostly vegetarian but i am i'm imagining we don't want all this processed even though it's protein processed meat and you know things that are have all the nitrates and all that kind of stuff yeah it is and, and it's like a good better best right like mm -hmm. best case scenario like everybody gets like grass-fed beefs and wild-caught right. fish and like but right. some people can't do that and like it's you know right. from a a fat loss perspective if we just get like somebody's like intake and check then they'll be good but you know we do want to look at that quality of food as well mm -hmm. what about cake what about eating cake at night is that so a, eating that's cake what i do sometimes eating cake at night it's funny that you say that i had a, i had a my my wife made uh, these chocolate chip cookie bars and i had a i had a bunch of them last night they were delicious mm -hmm. um was, this your, was just like a cheat day for you no no it wasn't um so we uh one of the things that we kind of talk about is balance, right? And if you cut out things that you enjoy, then you're probably going to go overboard eventually. Yes. So um, what we like to teach clients is, okay, um, you know, 80% of the time, we probably want to eat like, you know, the good stuff, the single ingredient, whole nutrient dense kind of stuff. Um, it's like good, prudent thing to do. Um, but the other 20% of the time, you know, we fit in some of the fun stuff, whether it's, you know, um, you know, the highly processed cookies and things like that. Um, and it, we just got to fit it within our energy balance and intake. Cause we all have like energy demands right through our day to day. And if we stay within those and we have adequate protein, those are kind of like the two biggest drivers for fat loss. Then we're going to be at a good, good place. Yeah, I, I am also a really big fan of the green smoothie. I know you said you had a smoothie truck yep. um, because it's filling and delicious and it seems to give me energy and I, I don't always stick with it, but I go on, um, phases where I, you know, drink like a little smoothie a day. It's so wonderful. It's natural. It's delicious. 
the, the blender, the Vitamix, such a worthwhile investment. Oh, I, yeah, we love ours. If you use it, right? Yep. And you have time to, it doesn't really take that much time. You just get a bunch of bananas and throw in some kale. And I do banana kale um, and like a, like, a, like a oat milk maybe or an almond milk. Sometimes a little peanut butter with it. So I got a trick for you, and you're going to think it's weird, mm-hmm. but – Right. You know, you know, I was talking about like, we want to get protein intake up because that will help with um, just maintaining lean tissue. And it's, I won't get into the specifics, but yeah, it's fine, yeah. so egg white, liquid egg whites, yep. pasteurized, you can use that as the base. That's what I do for my smoothies. Really? Yep. That'll you won't cut, taste it. It'll taste exactly. It'll cut down on, I guess, any sugars or. Carbs. Yeah. Well, what it will do is it'll give that smoothie, like, you know, adequate protein where like, like I said, a lot of people just don't get enough protein in and that we kind of want that to be the center for most meals. So if you use that as the base, like a cup is like 20 grams of protein, then you blend everything up. You got 20 grams of protein and you got your delicious smoothie. Uh, but you, it just has to be the pasteurized ones. Like don't go and like crack like eggs and like over your blender and do the raw egg thing. Like you gotta, you gotta do the pasteurized ones. Thank you for that. I love that. What, what do you, what do you think about, let's say a high quality, you know, powder protein or green smoothie powder. You know, they have those things on the market that basically have, you know, 10 million things that have a hundred percent of, you know, this, 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 and this. And I believe that's probably what's in there. Um, are you, are you think for, and it's very convenient. What are you, what are your thoughts on that market? Cause that seems like a big market. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a big market and I'll be, I'll be straight David. Like mm-hmm. I always like people to focus on like real food first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people get caught up in like that stuff and the supplements right. and, and they, they have all the fancy marketing behind it. Like take yeah. this and you'll be jacked overnight. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also just think we like buying products. Like we're American. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's an American thing. It's like, all right, I'm just gonna, you know, if, if you can't afford it, um, you know, there's, this is a solution. This is a product that I can just, it's easy. It's simple. Yep. I can put it simple in, right there. I, right there. I, I can put it right. Put the powder in my smooth. I can put it in my backpack. When I'm on vacation, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's the thing, right? We all kind of on a deeper level, we know that, you know, these things, even the good products out there, right? We, we know that that that's not going to be the fix for us, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it, we like the idea of it, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm, I'm doing something. I just bought this powder that I don't use. <laughs> this is, that's my wife. Like, well, why do you stop? Buy- we have like a cabinet full of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop doing that, buddy. So, okay. So let's talk. Can you give me like a little, you know, um, taste? All right. So we got our diet. We got our sleep a- exercise wise. Like I'm, let's say I'm starting from scratch on your program. It's a good fit. I'm like, man, I got to stop eating croutons. Like what, uh, what do we got like exercise? And I like we like, said, you don't got to stop eating croutons. We got to, we got to <laughs> teach you how to eat adequate amounts of croutons. Okay, so okay. there's body fat. I'm going to eat less. So let's say I got like a couple <laughs> of dumbbells. I got a, like a, like a bike. I don't have a Peloton, but I have another exercise bike and actually have the, what do you call it? The, um, I like the bands, the, yep. the resistance bands. Those are fun. So what, how, what do we, how do we work that? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it would be kind of a conversation like this. So, I mean, you know, if, if I understood your schedule, let's say, you know, like, like how much, how much free time do you have throughout yeah, the week? Uh, let's say we could pull, uh, realistically, and I don't, I don't actually know, but you know, we could, we could build in 30, 45 minutes a day. And, and I know that's ambitious. But. Okay. So, you know, and you're, you're just getting started out. So what I'd say for, for somebody like you is three times a week in about, 
like right in that 45 minute range. Um, and we're focused on full body training as in like, uh, um, resistance training is our primary focus when it comes to like fat loss and body composition. That's going to be where we want to go first. And, uh, we're going to, we're going to train everything in that one workout. So we're going to do something for your legs. We're going to do something like we call it a push movement. So like pressing, we're going to do a pull movement. So like a rowing movement, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll do a little bit of core work and some accessory work. And that's like a good like framework. We're very simple. Um, and we do a couple just different workouts like that throughout the week. Um, you minimal. Like the, you like the bands? Are they good? I do. I do like the bands, especially, um, a lot of people, obviously, you know, COVID like mm-hmm. couldn't even get their hands on equipment. It's, it's, it's a good thing that we can utilize and add resistance. Um, I, I like, I like the more variety that we have is the more fun. Like if we have bands and dumbbells, I think that's, you know, it's just more fun because bands can get like, you know, boring over time and we don't want people to get bored, but I mean, we have plenty of people that just do like body weight and banded workouts and they, they kill it because, you know, we get yeah. those fundamentals in check and we set up something that's realistic. Yeah, no, I wish I wish walking was more effective. I mean, I know it's good for you, um, for your heart and other things, but because um, I love to walk. And so actually, it's 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 funny that you walking. say that. Yeah, <laughs> How about um, a guy who loves walking, let's say. Yeah, uh, I, I'll tell you a story. So I, I've got this fantastic client. His name's Bill. Mm-hmm. He came in to work with me. Worked with a lot of trainers and stuff in the past. Like, couldn't get where he wanted to be. Um, you know, was always like into running and whatnot. And, uh, I was like, Hey, you know what? So we're going to get obviously the fundamentals in check, get your training in check. You know what I want for you to do for your cardio right now? We're going to do walking. Um, people underestimate the, how that can add up if we're consistent with it. And we're we're consistent with like walking sessions every single day. A hundred percent. There's this woman in my neighborhood and she that she puts on her earbuds and she t- she she works she takes all her phone calls and she's on the phone and she tells me 6 miles a day in the neighborhood she just like just loops around i see her past my house like let me just wave you know what mile are you on uh and she i don't know she wasn't heavy but transformed i mean not we don't all have time to do 6 miles a day but yeah I, i'm inspired I and it it doesn't have to be six miles, but the nice thing about walking is like low intensity, steady state is what we call it. So list mm-hmm. it's low recovery demand is very easy to do. And like, let's say you don't like walking, you like riding a bike. Cool. You can do low intensity on a bike or you could do it on a rower. And, uh, sometimes I think people think it has to be this big, crazy thing. So they just like, Oh, well, like, like you said, yeah. like, oh, I wish I could, you know, get something out of walking. Well, you can, um, if we get everything else in check, I mean, to, to that point, like if we had you working out three times a week, 30 to 45 minutes with banded workouts, and then we had placed in like a couple 20, 30 minute walks throughout the week. And I, I mean like a couple, like not more than three. It's like yeah. that, that alone with like that other stuff in check, you'll be consistently dropping like um, a couple of pounds of body fat a week. Yeah. That's, that's really, I love your approach. It's practical. It's doable. It works um, with you, your schedule and um, great job so this this is uh so no more food trucks or delivering bouncy houses huh you made it you did yeah it. yeah no more food trucks or delivering bouncy houses <laughs> and do you so it's you and your friend and do you have like all other coaches or are you guys yep so we're we're growing like crazy right now mm-hmm. so it's myself my partner uh matt my my wife kind of is like filling then i've got a mm-hmm. success coordinator katie we've got 
two, two coaches. And then I've got some other team on like, um, our marketing side that are like full-time. So awesome. yeah. And we're, we're hiring, like we're hiring more people now. It's just, it's getting crazy. And it's specifically, I'm sure you'll coach women, but it's mostly men, dads kind of like that's, you know, it's good to have a niche. Yeah. I mean, we, we get some female clients, like wives of uh, clients that like did really well or referrals and whatnot, but 98% of our clients are dads. Um, yeah, that's yeah. It sounds like it's mostly 40 year old bald men, which is a good, <laughs> it's a very good niche. Um, that's so where do people find you if they want to reach out? This is awesome. Cause it's anywhere in the world, Yep. yep. which God bless the technology we have. So, I mean, uh, so the best place to check us out is the fitnessrebellion.com. We've got, you know, I mean, you saw the website, We've got tons of free stuff on there. And we actually have a free group, like completely free, um, tons of tips, resources in there. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool, man. Any other, any other things that we didn't mention that you think are important, like recommendations, um, movies besides Austin Powers, um, <laughs> anything else i don't know i don't i want to make sure you yeah i think i would say the the biggest thing david is like it, it, you gotta you gotta start with honesty and if you know right now like you're not showing up as the best husband and father um and man like that's okay but it's not it's it's okay that you're not where you want to be right now but it's not okay for that to continue continue in my opinion yeah. and you got to start with something realistic like no more the bs i'll start tomorrow no more like when i get to it it's like we put stuff off all day long and we just need to decide that we want more for our life and like we talked about you know start thinking of who that person is that you, you want to be right. like for me i know my daughter is only 16 months but every single time i work out now i imagine like she's a track athlete for whatever reason i don't know what she's <laughs> gonna do yeah. But I imagine like running side by side with her and she's like, dad, can you keep up? And I'm like blasting past her. And like, for me, I, I want to continue to be that, that leader for right. her and for my wife. And, uh, well, I love that, that the fitness for you isn't just, as you said about the six pack, it goes outward. It goes to, makes me a better, I feel like a better person. Maybe I have more energy. I feel calmer. I mean, like, let's face it, you feel better. So hopefully you're going to be quote air quote, better and you you did sound very visual like you have this vision of yourself like i'm lifting i'm lifting and then i see myself on the stage at the um, competition i see my daughter you know when she's older and you're thinking in terms of decades not days right where we started man so yeah. keep it up my friend i well, really it's really fun and, and very um you know it's always good to talk to a professional who actually knows what they're talking about instead of, you know, Googling or seeing something. Well, actually, a lot of podcasts, they have a lot of these advertisements about, you know, some life-changing powder or this or that. Oh, or yeah. Fitness it's... product that's like, you know, $5,000, but, you know, um, which, which I'm sure is very helpful, but we just don't need it, I don't think. Yeah, and it's, it's funny that you say that. I think a lot of people, right, we invest in a lot of things um but we always shy away from knowledge and investing in coaching which um yeah. is funny right we will buy the latest iphone <laughs> that is true we'll buy the latest iphone but we have an anger problem won't go to a therapist or you know we feel like crap and 
won't won't even you know because I, I don't know how much it costs to hire you but i bet you it's less than an iphone at least initially i mean and the other I mean, thing, maybe not i don't know <laughs> i don't even like, know no, what, i don't even ten, know what it's 10 grand cash bro yeah, it's it's ten grand cash. So one payment. Uh, yep, <laughs> you can make know. that right now. I'm sure there are coaches that charge that. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I I know I know coaches that charge that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it's just I like it, it's it's an interesting time where, and I get guys that tell tell me this too. Like, yeah, I just man, I feel like I'm a guy. I should know how to like lift weights and get in shape. I'm like, well, you don't. So <laughs> like, get that out of your head. <laughs> like, let it go. <laughs> I, I'm not great at fixing my truck. and I pay a great mechanic right, to do that. Exactly. <laughs> what do I need you for? Well, you called me. <laughs> I, 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 just, I think it's just like a guy thing. We have an ego around like fixing shit and like mm-hmm. sports and lifting and whatnot. It's like, man, there's a lot of stuff I'm not good at. Like if you want me to uh, fix stuff I'm around the house. pretty much not good at anything. And um, I've given up that idea of trying to do things myself a long time ago because it cost me more in the long run because I messed it up. Or electrocute myself. And some people just don't have the talent, man. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I thankfully, we just, I hire people. I don't, you know, and if I can't, can't hire them, then, yeah, we're in trouble. Yeah, I've messed up a lot of stuff. <laughs> I electrocuted myself once, too. So I'm, not, I'm actually not allowed to try to fix it. My wife is like, don't even know. Seriously. But I'm pretty good. I'm, like, resourceful, like, finding the right person. Yep. And and I think that's, that's an important skill, right? I mean, mm-hmm. find like who can actually guide you and help you with whatever it is that you, that you need. I mean, yeah. You know, you know what I'm amazed, And I know I'll let you go. I'm amazed at, I don't know why at plumbers, like, cause every time I have a plumber, I'm always like, how do you, really? They're like, they can figure out like where the leak is or, or even just like the drain and they, and they snake it out and they just, they understand how it works. And I really admire plumbers. I love what we need them. <laughs> They really f- do a good job and fix your problem. And and I just, I don't understand. I could never do it because I, I don't even think I understand how pipes work. But they, um, you know, our shower was clogged and now it's not. And like that magic. Plumbers. <laughs> God bless the plumbers. Yes. God bless the plumbers. Um... So great. <laughs> I, and... Yeah, people who can like fix stuff and 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 paint. Oh, I can't paint. I, oh, I know, I know. I know. My I, wife is a like she painted our food truck. She's oh, a, she's an she, artist. Yeah, she like HVLP gun. Like she, she painted it perfectly wow. too. It's it was insane. Well, congratulations. I don't know on your beautiful family and your business and anyone who um, dads, please reach out to Matthew. And it was so fun talking to you and uh, like, hopefully we can stay in touch and thank you very much. Absolutely. I really appreciate you having me on the, on the show, David. uh, We had fun. Very fun and have a wonderful evening. You as well. Yeah. And there you have it. That was my conversation with Matt Wilbur. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something out of that in uh, your fitness goals and all your fitness needs getting ready for summer. Thanks again for listening. We will hopefully see you next time, next week. I'm trying to do once a week the best I can. Again, please share this with somebody. Like, subscribe, whatever you can do. Apparently, that makes a huge difference in people finding it. I would love more and more people to find it. Take care. Thanks so much for your support. We'll see you next time.